I just love the fact that you're doing it in the round. I mean, it all feels like it's all movement connected and the fact that it's going to flow and that we'll all be involved. So this is a whole nother level of dance to be really able to experience it in this intimate setting, I would say. Yeah, that's my goal is to try to give the audience a new experience as well. If people haven't experienced dance in this way, it is a little bit more immersive and a little bit more mind bending, I suppose, because there is no particular mm -hmm. front. And so you really see the three dimensionality of the movement and of the space, which is very exciting. And I think, I hope people uh, will enjoy the new experience. Hello, and welcome again to Razzle Dazzle Radio, where it's our soon to be spring, let's all dance into spring edition. And what do we have here? We've got great dancers, and we're gonna tell you all about them and all the upcoming activities in theater and dance in Howard County and surrounding areas. Great. My name is Carolyn Kellerman, and I'm in the Zoom call with Judy Templeton, my friend and co-director here. And she's going to introduce our first guest, who's pretty much in charge of everything here at Howard Community College when it comes to dance. So take it away, Judy. Yay, thank you. It's an honor for me to introduce Liz Higgins. And she is quite the queen of everything. Now, she's going to also tell you <laughs> that Darian is also part of that. We could talk about that in just a second. But Liz, thanks for being here. And she is coming to us from the dance studio because she's just finished a class. And of course, she's going to speak to us and then go back to dancing. So there you go. So first, I want to hear about the dance festival. And I so wish that I could be two places at once. I haven't perfected it yet. But if I could have, I would have been there. So give us an overview of what happened this past weekend. We had a wonderful event, and thank you so much, first of all, for inviting me to talk about the dance program and what's going on here at Howard Community College. We had the 15th annual Howard County Community Dance Festival this past Saturday, and my colleague Darian Smith was the artistic director and did an amazing job of bringing together all kinds of young artists and students from Howard Community College and professional artists together to celebrate dance all day long with a series of master classes during the day and then culminating in a performance in the evening. And our guest artist this time around was Teal and Irish Dance. And I know that they are here with us as well. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I got to see the performance and it was quite amazing. And it was just lovely to see all these different people sharing their practice and sharing their ideas on stage and getting to know each other. And it really was truly a beautiful community event. So I give my kudos to my colleague, Darian Smith, for that one. Oh, yes. And of course, I think everything now is so much more appreciated because we remember how we had to put together things piecemeal and whatever throughout, you know, our whole quarantine. So now that things can be the way we kind of remember them, it's even bigger and better. So I know that it was a fabulous event. Again, wished I could have been there. And I will talk a little bit to Ben Kolbick about some of that little bit later too so now you know you go from another opening another show Liz so now that that's done then you're working towards the big HCC dance concert spring dance concert which I can't wait to see mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit about that and what to expect and when we can put it on our calendar absolutely our next big event here at Howard Community College for dance 
will be the HCC Dance Company concerts, which will be March 30th, March 31st, and April 1st. And we have four performances. We also have a matinee on the 31st. And for the first time, at least since I've been at HCC in 10 years, we're using studio theater, which is a black box theater, rather than the Smith, which is a proscenium style theater. And what that gives us is the flexibility to move the audience around in any kind of arrangement we want to try. So I figured since we have the space, it would be interesting to have the audience sitting on all sides in arena style seating. Mm. We actually had tried to do this three years ago. And the week before we were supposed to open, COVID hit and HCC, like most of the world, had to shut down for a while. So I'm really kind of excited to have this process come to fruition finally, three years later. Some of the pieces are recapitulated from what was being worked on back then, and some are new ideas. We have a mix of five guest artists and my assistant director, Alex J. Krebs, working choreographically on this project. So my colleague Darren and I are each choreographing works. And then we also have Project Karma, Alma and Chris Law, who are fantastic artists who work a lot in hip-hop, West African, and contemporary dance fused together. They have created a beautiful work. We also have Ryan Bailey coming to us locally from the community and Liz Quinones, who also either restaged or created new works for our company. Liz's piece is about immigration, very powerful piece. And Ryan did something entirely new, sort of exploring different states of being and feelings and transitions. So all of these works are going to kind of feel like one long flowing concert because my colleague Alex J. Krebs is going to choreograph transitions between the works mm. and we're just going to let the entire concert go so that's also something kind of new for us we usually stop in between pieces and allow the audience to look at their program and change gears but this time we're going to kind of let it feel like a full evening work so I'm excited I love to that ideas. yeah it feels like a whole dance going on as it flows I love that that's fantastic and, you know, I just love that you do play Can You Top This with yourself every time. You sort of have to in the business. So, I mean, this is a great eclectic evening of dance. And we've had Liz Guiones on our show a couple shows ago, too. And we really love and honor the work that she's doing in social justice and combining her dance theater of kinetics together. So here's my question. Are you and or Darian going to give us a little preview? Are you dancing? We did get to see you last year, so just wondering. We have a different model. Our fall show, the Dance Showcase, we do have faculty and guests performing in the concert, but for mm -hmm. our spring concert for the dance company, it is all student, guests, and alumni performing and faculty and guest artists choreograph on the company. So you'll only see our choreographic skills okay. on display for the concerts, but the All students right. are doing such I, a good job, you will not miss a thing. <laughs> I understand that it's students only. And may I say that I just love the fact that you're doing it in the round. I mean, it all feels like it's all movement connected and the fact that it's going to flow and that we'll all be involved. So this is a whole nother level of dance to be really able to experience it in this intimate setting, I would say. Yeah, that's my goal is to try to give the audience a new experience as well. If people haven't experienced dance in this way, it is a little bit more immersive and a little bit more mind-bending, I suppose, because there is no particular mm -hmm. front. And so you really see the three-dimensionality of the movement and of the space. 
which is very exciting. And I think, I hope people uh, will enjoy the new experience. And, you know, it really certainly helps the dancers to grow because that is a whole nother level of rehearsal. I'm thinking, you know, you might need to get just some people in there just to get them used to it, right? Because it's that <laughs> close, too. No, you're exactly right. I've actually asked the students to sit on all four sides as we rehearse in the studio so that the dancers get used to the idea that they're constantly being seen from all perspectives. So you hit it on the nose. It is a different... Uh -oh. Oh, let me know. I'd love to come early too to see, but it's, I, it sounds very exciting. And so again, please put this on your calendars. We're giving you lots of notice, March 30th, 31st, April 1st. What day is the matinee performance, Liz? That is on the Friday. So on the 30th, we open at 7 p.m. On the 31st, we have shows at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. And on April 1st, we have a show at 7 p.m. And that's our closing night. We also have a talk back following the 7 p.m. performance on Friday the 31st, if folks are interested in talking to the artists about the work and the process. Oh, yeah, that's always interesting, too. Oh, well, thank you so much. I know that you have to Zoom off, and <laughs> but we're so excited that you got to come on. And again, we just love your work and all that you're doing. So just thank keep you. doing it. <laughs> thank you so much for the opportunity. And I hope you have a wonderful spring season and come dance with us. Absolutely. As Carolyn says, got to move, got to dance. So keep it going. And we will look forward to seeing you at the HCC Spring Dance Student Concert. Thank you very much. So, so now, Ben, Carolyn, do you want to talk about Ben just a little? Yes, first of all, top of the morning to all the listeners. Of course, that's an Irish greeting. And we have an Irish dancer with us today, Ben Kulbeck. And you are the lead dancer in the company. Is that right? I am one of the uh, leads. Yes, I'm the male lead. You're being modest. Okay. <laughs> do you have your shoes on right now? I do not, actually. But I do have them right with me. Can you tap out a little on the, on the table so we can get a feel for this? Sure, I can tap out a little. Let's see. It sounds good. Yeah, it's not really, I don't want to do that too much because I don't want the table to like shake. Yeah. All right. Okay. I... <laughs> now you perform because this is after the fact at the Irish night at HCC, correct? Yes, I believe so. And then are, will you be performing in the St. Patrick's Day Parade on March 12th in Baltimore? On March 12th in Baltimore, yes. The Teal and Irish Dance Company will be there. Actually, the, most of the school will be there. The Teal and Irish Dance Company is connected to the Teal and School of Irish Dance, and we show up as a school and march in the parade. You march or dance? <laughs> we do both. It's a long parade. We don't want to be dancing the entire time. Though on the float, actually, we have float dancers who will pretty much be dancing the entire time. That's that's always a marathon. That is seriously a marathon because I can say that I've been in a parade where I had to dance on the back of a flatbed truck. And there is some motion stuff going on because the truck's moving. You're trying to dance or just that alone. And then you add Irish dancing to it. So... If I could tell you that I've experienced most forms of dance and I love every kind of dance and I am a tap dance teacher, but Irish dancing was, wow, I was really challenged by it. 
Now, aerobically, I could keep up, but I mean, the steps, I really hurt my ankles the very first time. That's the big mm. thing. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. Black and blue ankles. So tell us about how you got into it. Well, let's see. I had an older sister who began dancing with a friend. And so they started with Irish dancing. And actually, I was kind of young then. And I was a guy, so I, I didn't really, I wasn't really interested in dancing. But um, my mom said that I would start lessons. And I didn't have much choice, so I went. But I enjoyed you myself. Know, you so do I... sound like you're out of the show, a chorus line. You know yeah. the song, I'm watching Cisco pitter-pat down, down. Anyway, I, go ahead, sorry. I, can do that. I knew you were thinking that, Caroling. Sorry, Ben, go ahead. <laughs> no problem. Anyway, I enjoyed it, so I kept on coming back. And gradually, I found that I really enjoyed it. And so I started teaching and performing, and that's where I am, led me to here. Now, presently, then, you are teaching as well, right? That is correct, yes. With Maureen's company, which is based yes. where now? Yes. The company is based in Columbia, Maryland, and we do shows all over. All over Maryland, we've done shows. We've actually traveled to do shows in up near New York, Michigan. We've done a show in Vancouver, actually. Yes, it was something. It was quite an event. I enjoyed I it. Betcha. Yeah. But we're based in Columbia, Maryland, and... While I have the time, I would like to say we've got two dates for upcoming performances. We're pleased to present Celtic Journey. And on March 4th at the Carroll Arts Center in Westminster, Maryland, two shows, one at three and one at seven. And on March 11th at the Weinberg Center for the Arts in Frederick, we just have one show at seven that day. You're giving it all you got for the month of March, huh? <laughs> exactly. Yep. And then we're going to get up and on the 12th, we're going to go to the Baltimore St. Patrick's Day Parade. So where is the studio and how can someone get in touch if they are interested in taking classes? Well, if they're interested in taking classes, the easiest way to get in touch is to go to the website, tealand.com, www.tealand.com. The studio itself is in Columbia. It's actually about a 10-minute drive from HCC to the studio. I happen to know this because I'm an alumnus of HCC, so that makes it easy oh, for me. Okay, yeah. perfect. And let's see. So they offer regular classes, so adults yes. and children? We offer, we offer classes. I'm sorry. Sorry for interrupting. We offer classes for adults and for children, all skill levels, all ages. I think I saw somewhere we offer classes from ages 3 to 95, but I'm not sure we'd actually turn away a 96-year-old if, if they wanted to dance. <laughs> what about a 2-year-old? <laughs> Well, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing because I, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but I'm glad to hear now. I didn't realize that there was a studio in Columbia. We had interviewed Maureen in the past, and I thought, Carolyn, that she had been located in another studio at the time we did that was outside of Columbia. So I'm super happy. What is the address so that we know when you say the Tina? address is 9211 Rumsey Road. Oh, it's okay. So it's still there. Okay. That's wonderful. Well, I'm so glad to know that. So are your classes pretty packed now that life is coming back and people are pouring in? Yes, they are getting a bit crowded. That's yeah. awesome. It so is. what can we expect for Saturday night then? Ah, Saturday, for Saturday night, Irish night. <laughs> well, I think you can expect Irish dancing. <laughs> Good. But Let's see. For the Irish night, what are you asking about? Are you asking about... Are you 
in it and will you be performing and what kinds of dances will we see? Will we see the full company? Will we see just uh, some of the, Ah, there you go. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, for Irish Night, I would expect to see the full company or right. a large representation of the company. And you are going to see, I believe I will be in it. Yes. I'm pulling up the information now. Sorry. That's okay. This is one of Carolyn's favorite nights. So, you know, we... <laughs> what do you enjoy about it, if I may ask? I like the music. Oh, the music. Irish I've music is beautiful. I've seen you dance there in the past, last year. And uh, yeah. O'Malley's March was there, Governor O'Malley. Oh, and yes. Was, that was a lot of fun to see him. So I don't know who the new group is from Philadelphia this year. Okay, I see. Let's see, Irish Night, I don't actually see. So will Maureen be performing this first Irish Night too? You're catching me off guard. I'm afraid well, I don't have any information about oh, it. Oh, okay. So it's, in the past, she's performed and it's done In the past, it. she has performed. It's always been a great experience. We've always loved performing. But right now, I don't have information about that. Okay, that's good because this way... Everybody has to just come out and see. <laughs> we'll exactly. have a surprise, you know, to see what exactly will be happening. That's great. So as far as Irish dancing, though, tell us, how does it differ from tap? Irish dancing differs from tap first in its shoes. Irish dancing has both soft shoe and hard shoe, which is to say it has both shoes which are more like jazz shoes or ballet shoes and shoes which are like tap shoes. Right. But the tap shoe, like shoes we call hard shoes and i'm just going to hold one up for you great yep and there so they are. <laughs> unlike hard shoes unlike that is tap shoes hard shoes have solid fiberglass tips and heels and so this makes it tricky perhaps to balance but this it also sort of leads to the style of keeping things very tight and contained rather than unlike jazz and or tap, which will be wider stance and arms will be freely moving. Let's see, jazz tap is also very, I think, based on observation, I haven't actually taken any tap. Oh, that's interesting, okay, yeah. I haven't, I did ballroom before I did Irish dance, but no, no tap. I've always wanted to, but I've never found the time. Maybe I should. So don't you spend a lot more time on your toes in Irish dance as opposed to tap, although there are certain steps that are performed that way. But yes, that I, would, the I would say we do spend more time on, on our toes or closer to the, our energy is more towards the, towards the front and closer to the balls of our feet. So we're not going to be exactly up on our toes like a ballet dancer, though many of our, we could because of how our taps are shaped, but we are going to be more, more forward and off our heels than a tap dancer. Tap dancers, I think, use their heels a lot to make to sort of make stability and rhythms. And we're yes. going to use our heels primarily for rhythms and not for stability as much. Yes. Okay. So I can only remember the name of one step and I hope I have it right. Is it called a banter? Banter. Yeah. I, I felt like I, it was sort of like a shuffle in tap. Am I right about that? It's like a batter. I think batter is, is okay. the, the word we use at least oh. at Tealand. Okay. It is very much like a shuffle, yes. And then, if I recall correctly, we have another one which is like a flap, which is a tip. Okay. 
Yeah, I do uh, remember that too. Yes. Okay. Now you're jogging my yes. memory. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of overlap between tap and dance, and it, mostly it's the posture and like the foot placement, which is different. Yes. Well, that was very strong posture and movement done from the waist down a lot. Now, tap People can be done that way, or it, you know, or you can utilize the upper body too. But I, that's I think that's the stereotype that everybody thinks of because, you know, they think a Lord of the Dance or anything when they see the crowd, even in a preview. And yeah, so there's a lot of unison that has to happen there. Things have to really be lined up well, right? Yes, it's very important. It also helps with with like the aesthetic appeal of any performance you're doing. If you have a line of dancers and, you know, they're all kicking the same level, they're all cutting the same level, it can help. It looks nice. Yep, rockette style. It always does, right? <laughs> For sure. So, yes, definitely. <laughs> Excellent. So the people that are interested in Irish dance, what attracts them, aside from maybe the heritage of being Irish or the culture, what would attract them to classes? The rhythm, the energy, and I would say this, and it's purely for me, the intensity and actually the difficulty. It is okay. not necessarily an easy dance style to learn and it's very rigorous it's very aerobic a lot of yeah. jumping yeah mm. you get a little bit of a workout in there yes <laughs> absolutely a, a tiny one yeah. yes there's a lot of jumping so carolyn have you ever taken irish dance i can't remember in the past if you have ever taken lessons i've or... done dance in a bar but not in a class you know i joined everybody jumped up on stage which is a lot of fun in ireland which of course is my heritage i was wondering ben are you irish not as far as i know no not a bit <laughs> but you've been converted though, right yeah <laughs> i like irish dance and i like the people too i can see the endorphins are flying and the excitement from what you just described when I asked you what would attract people to it. And it's certainly wonderful and lively to watch. So let's go back over real quickly how we can see some Irish dance coming up. So we know this weekend is Irish night at the college and we will see uh -huh. the Teeland dancers there. And so one more time, give us an overview of the Carroll County performance and the Frederick performance, if you would, Ben. Sure thing. So we've got the March fourth performances at the Carroll County, and that would be one at three and one at seven. And you can get tickets for that by going to carrollcountyartscouncil.org and upcoming events. And if you scroll down, you'll, you'll see the Teal and Irish Dance Company's performance, and you can get tickets there and tickets for a lot of other great shows. And then for the March 11th show, we have one March 11th. It will be just at seven, and that will be our big production and that would be at the Weinberg Center for the Arts in Frederick, Maryland. And you can get tickets for that by going to weinbergcenter.org. And of course, if you were interested in doing it another way, you could go to tealand.com and you'd go to Performance Company and follow that to upcoming events, upcoming performances. And then you would see links to those same sites and how you could get tickets and so forth. All sorts of information on our website, tealand.com. And if you miss all that, you can go to the Baltimore St. Patty's Day Parade and say the date for that again, please, Ben. That would be March 12th. Okay. Sure. Have a little bit of green beer. Have a little bit of fun. It's a nice long parade. Hopefully it won't be too cold that day. And come on out. 
Carolyn, did you want to ask Ben anything before we need to go? No, but I would like to remind listeners that the Hoco Polizzo website will have information, but that's H-O-C-O-P-O-L-I-T-S-O.com, I think it is. Anyway, but it's important to note that every February, there is an Irish night that's held at the college. So if this is after the fact or you've missed it, make sure you kind of circle February on your arts calendar and note that it's always in February, usually about the third weekend, but definitely it's a February event and it's been going on for nearly 50 years here in, in Columbia. And the Irish ambassador comes from Washington, D.C. to welcome folks. And of course, this year was a special year because Coyne Tobin, the Irish American writer who's done so many books, he's Brooklyn and it was made into a, a movie. And he is joined by Maureen Dowd of the New York Times. So it's a journalism, arts, Irish bent program. And who knows what next year will be, but they usually bring in somebody from Ireland to read works of poetry or prose. So it's really cool. And I highly recommend it from my Irish relatives to you all. Thank you. So Ben, we'll see you Saturday. Thank you so much for coming on. And oh, thank you for uh, having me. I will definitely be looking for you in the parade. So yeah, give me a shout out as you go by. Will do. Thank you so much. Okay, so we have a couple more seconds to tell you everything else going on because there's so much. This Sunday, last time we promoted More Than Hope. It is a dance concert to help support refugees, immigrants, and asylum seekers. This Sunday, at the Owen Brown Interface Center. Please come out and support this. It's going to be a fabulous show, and it's for such a good cause. Also, right here at HCC Rep Stage is in process a ghost writer. It's a world premiere. It's a don't miss it. We only have one more performance with Rep Stage, so we would love, love you to come out and support it. It's an intriguing play. It's getting rave, rave reviews. While you're there, stop into the art gallery. There are two art galleries opened, and it's some very off-the-edge, on-the-edge art, some of it produced by the students. Looking ahead into March, we have The Wedding Singer, and that's going to be at Slayton House with silhouette stages, and they are one of the most professional community theater groups, and we love to support them. And so make sure that you get out and support some kind of Irish something, something for March. Aaron Gobra, I believe is appropriate to say at this point. And again, thank you, Ben. Keep dancing. And Carolyn, we got to move. We got to dance. And can't wait to see all of you at Irish Night at the college on Saturday. There's a classical program that I'd like to hype a little bit. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Francis Dawson directs and founded Pro Cantari, which has been going on nearly 50 years also. And they have a program called In Nature's Realm. And it's Sunday, March 12th at the First Evangelical Lutheran Church in Ellicott City, Maryland. And obviously their website is Columbia, P-R-O, Cantare, C-A-N-T-A-R-E.com. And they have other programs. So for the whole season, you can see it on their website. But I would like to mention the Sunday, March 12th, since it's coming up fairly soon. 
All right, until next time, razzle dazzle them. It's Razzle Dazzle Radio with Carolyn Kellerman and me, Judy Templeton. Till next time, keep looking for happenings in the arts. Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Radio.